Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, my Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 127. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews, Gary. How are you, sir? Yeah, good. Awesome. Take two. Take two. Robot reviewer. Yeah. That joke's already gone now, so All people right. don't even understand that joke now. Because but those yeah, are my favourite uh, kind of jokes. <laughs> so now only us two understand that joke. Exactly. So we messed up the intro, and I forgot to put the audio on um, on uh, OBS. So yeah, we've had to redo the intro. Um, well, I'll pretend to say, how are you, Gary? How are things? I'll pretend to say, things are good, Fix. How are you? I am going to say, not too bad. I've still got a rotten tooth in my head. But, you know, because Shit the dentist cancelled on me. But no, no, no. I didn't swear, remember? I did. I said, shh, happens. Yeah. And then I made a pledge to swear twice as much to make up so, for you not swearing. There we go. Well, that's that done. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't know about My Xbox and Me, you can head over to youtube.com slash My Xbox and Me uh, to get the show early. Head over to patreon.com slash MC Fixer. Audio is $3, video is 4 Um Again, I'm super flat now because I've already done this intro once. I don't want to do it again. Gary, what's been in your box? What have you been playing this week? Well... This is going to surprise you, Fix, but I've been playing the same games that I was playing pretty much last week. No way. I don't no, believe you. Crazy, right? Like Far Cry, Sea of Thieves, PUBG. And, and how are you finding Sea of Thieves again? It's still fun. Yeah, it's okay. still fun. Now, as you'll still be fun. shocked to hear. I'm still having okay. fun with it. Like, I get that the game has problems. It has content problems. Um, the, the missions are super repetitive, but I'm still enjoying playing it, so... Okay, we're up to where we was at now. So now, so now we can. Now it's a whole new episode. No, now it's a whole new episode happen. from here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched CFEs since launch week. I just, I'm not compelled to go back and play it at all. That's fair. Um, I saw someone got Pirate Legend. <laughs> I saw that as well. Did you, did you read the the? I the, saw the, how they the, did it. Yeah. So what? Can you explain what actually happened? Because I read Basically, parts of it. What happened was the I don't know who I like, I don't the streamer know the I don't know his name. The streamer either. was um, he was essentially boosting himself really quickly a pirate legend. So he had like, his Twitch chat was playing the game, uh-huh. <clears throat> and what would happen is they'd get they'd do a bunch of mission a bunch of voyages, and when they were ready to turn them in, they'd invite the streamer into their game, yeah, so that he was there. They'd turn them in, and then he'd get and all he'd the rep, every- and then he'd jump into the next game when they were ready to turn stuff in and he would just keep doing that rather than actually doing the voyages himself. He was just hurt. he was just basically hopping in the game, like getting loads of rep really quickly. So that's how he did it. That sounds like the smartest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I see a lot of people are really angry with him and sorry I can't give him the credit that he's due because uh, I don't know his name. But um, that to me, that just seems super smart. Like, you're a pirate. It's a pirate game. You don't. You already know the content's light. It's a repetitive game, but you still want to be first to get hit pirate legend because you want the bracket rights for that. Of course. And he's done it, and yet people are angry at him for it. Seems in, hmm, hmm, interesting. Prodigy X. Shout out to Prodigy X. Ah, he's a one. I get a lot of people are upset with him. I saw there's a hashtag going around. Uh, hashtag not my pirate legend. Um, I'm sure people get angry at me just because I like this sort of thing. But to me, this is quite smart, if you ask me. Yeah. Would you not do the same thing if you had the opportunity that that many people in your chat that were offering to do it for you? Maybe. I I, I don't know. Like, 
I'm not I'm not really that bothered about being a pirate legend. Um but I suppose if I had a bunch of people in my chat who were like, Hey, we'll boost you up and I was like, Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I'd do All it. Right, cool. I'll, I'll tell you straight, I'd do it one hundred percent. Yeah, chat, get working on that. No, it's no point. I don't even want to do it because I'd want to be first. Because okay. I would want that <laughs> that like boosting subscriptions and followers and everything else, no matter what, if it's YouTube or Twitch or whatever, I would want that boost to be like, I was number one. Come and see me. I'm the pirate legend. And other people would be like, well, you're not really, are you? Cause you didn't do it. But that's the whole point. It's a pirate, pirate world out there, right? That's the whole point. It's the whole point of being a pirate, just, man. There's no cheating me. when you're a pirate. Let's talk about PUBG. How much PUBG have you played? Uh, I did a couple of streams. Um, got my buddy Tom, one of my co-hosts, to get the game on Xbox. So I was taking him through it for like his first tour of uh, PUBG on Xbox uh, last night. And I know how you felt when I started playing PUBG for the first time now. So let's break that down a little. Because you said that in your stream. I was in there. What do you mean by that? Um, basically the basic, basically being the the competent player of the two of the team. Um, so getting the kills and then like teaching him how to play the game a bit. Like he's played it before on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so mostly teaching him like controls and stuff like that. Um, basically carry essentially carrying. Like I'm sorry, Tom. I know you're probably watching this at some point. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> so. I think like I like hearing this from somebody else because obviously I stream and I play with people who are uh, less abilities than some others. We call them proper bo's out there in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I find it funny because I don't think that I'm that bad, but people have literally have said to me now that I'm not a good teacher, which now it makes sense because I played with Haley yesterday, not yesterday, day before. Well, no, it was yesterday, yesterday. it was yesterday. And playing with her and being like, man, you don't know what you're doing. Why do you not know what you're doing? How do you not know that there's an extended Mac? How do you not know this, that, and this, that? She's like, you forget that I don't play games, like, like the way you play games. I'm like, but you should just know. It says it on the screen. But I don't know what SMG means. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know the difference between 556 five, and 762. And I'm like, come on, one's green and one's yellow. You should know. But yeah. Um, Highlights are going when you go over it in the menu. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, it's just funny. It's just funny. But we uh, we played. We played. I played I played with Xbox Stu as well. Uh, shout out to him. I literally hit him up. was like PUBG and he jumped straight in. And we played, I think we played two games or three games. One of the games... I got 12 kills. Nice. And we come sixth, and I wasn't happy because no, we didn't win. But I got six, 12 kills. I was on form. And then, like, in between it, it was like, oh, how many kills is your max? I was like, you're witnessing it. Shut up. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'm in it right now. Like, it hunts over my desk, not streaming. So I'm trying to really concentrate, try hard. Oh, yeah. You know how it is. I know how it is. You know how it is. Um, you said, you said CFA, you said PUBG, Far and you Cry. said yeah. Fire Cry. So how are you finding Far Cry? How much um, have you been? It's another Ubisoft open world game. That's not necessarily a bad thing, um, but it doesn't really do very much. That's too different from Far Cry games in the past for me. Okay. Yeah, um, I, a, I don't disagree with you. And again, it's like we talked about it, most of the thing last week about how like there's a tonal issue between the story and then the rest of the game. Yeah. 
But I, I still haven't done... I, I To be honest, I fell off with it a little bit. Not that I think the game's bad at all. Like, I really enjoy the game. But um, I just haven't been compelled to do story stuff again. Like, mm. the, the actual, like, the American flag missions. Um, so I've just still been doing side stuff and, like, unlocking each fast travel point sort of thing. And it's sort of like my podcast game. I play that while listening to, like, kind of funny games daily or watching a live stream or something like that. It's sort of, that's the game I go to. Which, for me, is perfect. Um... But, I don't know, some, I know a lot of people have problems with the games, but it's just one of those things, I think. Uh, if you're into those Ubisoft open world checkpoint type games, which it is, it's go to this point, go to this point, go to this point. Like I said, the tone of the story is a little bit off. Um, but does, yeah, it seems... The tone seems, of the story yeah. doesn't help. Sorry, sorry. The tone no, of the good, story doesn't good. help. Um, it doesn't help that the main character doesn't speak in this one. Um, and I think that's a, that, that's a problem because... When they're trying to do this specific type of story, and it's literally just the antagonists basically talking at you, and then there's no pushback from any of the other characters, so there's no yeah. there's no conflict in the conversations. Yeah. So that really doesn't do the story much justice. Do you know what annoys me about the game, totally, is the fact of, even if they're not going to do the, the actual, give it a voice actor... Um, there's no, there's no, ah, oh, there's no grunt, there's no, there's no nothing. Like, it's just, you're on fire and it's just like, yeah, put yourself out. It's not like, there's no, do you know what I mean? There's no audio cubes at all, which really is off-putting about the game. Mm. Uh, not to say that it's a, not a great game, because it is, in my opinion, I really enjoy it, but it's just weird. It is strange. Yeah. And honestly, like, the open world, like, I have open world fatigue anyway. Like, I've played so many open world games, and it takes, like, a really good open world to make me like go, yes, I really enjoy being in this place. Like Assassin's Creed Origins, for example, last year. Yeah. It was a really good, uh, really good open world. But mm-hmm. the amount of like hassle you get just trying to go from point A to point B in this game, like after 20 to 25 hours, just really fucking pisses me off now. Like, I'll just driving down the road, and it's like, oh, here comes a truck, like, coming the other way. Oh, it spotted you. Oh, like, now these guys are chasing you, and they're shooting at you with a machine gun. It's just like, I'm just trying to get in the next place. Can you just leave me the fuck alone? No, no, here comes some planes to try and kill you. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Now your companion <laughs> character's down, and when you get down, she gets down, she's fallen out of the car. And it's like, oh, fuck this, man. I'm just trying to buy Fair a enough. new coat. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I think I'm about the same with you. I don't think I've played anything else. I've, I've been playing so much Football Manager, so I've not even been on my Xbox that much. Can I be honest with um, you about your Football Manager streams? Like, feel I, free. I don't like football um, uh, at all, and like I've never played much Football Manager. Yeah, yeah. But I'm lucky getting into watching you play Football Manager. Do you know what it is? I know this. Okay, my Xbox and me fans. I'm sorry. I know you don't care about this because there's no my there's no Football Manager on my on. Uh, xbox anymore but hopefully it comes back one day i even asked the developer regularly every year if they were going to get a console version but nonetheless it's a story because the players i'm so far in now on football manager that i don't even know who half the players are yeah so it's a story that i've brought up tuzdik at center back from fucking uganda and is playing fabulous and you don't even need to understand football to know that tuzdik is playing fantastic because i've told you he's playing fantastic and i i get so into it that i'm just reacting the whole time that yeah football manager streams right now yeah i'm, I'm enjoying fantastic. watching them like when i fantastic 
Uh, nonetheless, let's move on. Uh, oh, crap. I bet you any of my didn't get the coming soon list, did you? I've got the coming soon list. <gasps> Come on, bro. Oh, my God. I'm so, well, well. You mean, my, well. Apart, from, apart from turning up, it's my one contribution to this podcast. <laughs> well, I am absolutely shocked that you have done your job. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, topic of the show this week. Ubisoft announced that Far Cry 5 uh, has more than doubled first week sales of Far Cry 4, making Far Cry 5 the fastest selling title in franchise history. Digital distribution accounted for more than 50% of sales. Far Cry 5 now represents the second biggest launch ever for Ubisoft game, following... Uh, Tom Clancy's Division with 310 million US dollars in customer spending through the first week. So, that being what it is, that's not so much what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is Ubisoft for me, and I'm going to say maybe I have a biased opinion here, but Ubisoft for me do it right when it comes to all things, which is dealing with smaller influencers like ourselves. Um, dealing with big influencers, dealing, just dealing with how they put out a game. Um, for me, it's funny that they're one of the big companies that deal with both of us. Um, we have a decent working relationship with them, obviously, and stuff like that. And I wonder if that has helped them slowly but surely trickle down into some of their games, whether it be the Far Cries, the Divisions, um, and a few other games, Assassin's Creed, stuff like that. I wonder if supporting smaller content creators, because there's also there was also more in this uh, blog they put out, which was like, it's the most YouTube content they've had out, the most live streams they've had out, the most viewers they've had in, like two, I think it was like 100 million or something silly or whatever it was. Um... I didn't pull the facts because I just wanted to talk off the cusp about it. But what do you think is like the driving force behind Ubisoft games selling well? Obviously, Far Cry is a big franchise since three, in my opinion. That's when I jumped in. Um, I know one and two did well enough, but I feel like three was the one that people were like, "Oh my god, you need to play a Far Cry." Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play four just because that was my own personal. I, I was open world fatigue. I just didn't want to play it. Primal, I know, sold better than what they were expecting, but it was just a rehash of four. So what do you really think was like Ubisoft's big driving force in the fact that it's selling well? Um, I think there's a few things. I think they, they're really good at marketing um, and making sure that the, that their games, especially when they're leading up to launch, are always in people's minds. And... One of the things is they reach out not just to the larger creators, but also to the smaller creators, because some people don't watch larger creators as a rule. Some people don't like the big personalities on YouTube and Twitch. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of them. But they never overload with, like, they never overload me with emails, like, about a specific game. Um, And they never seem to overload marketing. Like, you're never seeing, like, it's part 12 of our documentary series that we've been releasing on a daily basis, that kind of thing, where it's just like, I'm yeah. sick of hearing about this game. And it's it's just right to to where you, you're always conscious that Far Cry 5 is coming out in March. Like, yeah. Um, but it's never to the point where, for fuck's sake, like, stop talking about Far Cry 5. Like, I remember when we were talking, like, how many games have we talked about on this podcast since we've started doing it together where it's been like, oh, that's out already? 
Yeah, no, 100%. Where you just totally forget. You yeah. just think to yourself, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, I, I, for me, it also has a thing with me. It's the fact of um, they do that, the, the interest in the film documentary thing. Not the documentary, but the film they did with... They did it for Ghost Recon. They did it with Far Cry. I've not actually watched it. Uh, Xbox Stu in my chat said he watched it and enjoyed it enough. Um, which gives a little bit of context to the world you're about to go in, apparently, and stuff like that, yeah. um, which I'm quite interested to watch. Do you think that that helps in its marketing? Because like you said, we don't get bombarded with emails. We don't get bombarded with a ton of information about here's the, blo- the developer's blog post or anything like that. It's sort of, they announce the game, the game's ready to go, we get the game, and then the word of mouth just spreads. Yeah, I think um, I think doing things differently can help for sure like doing that documentary series helps because it's not just another trailer it's not just another to another pre-render trailer or a gameplay trailer yeah. that every single game has like far cry had those as well for sure so you can see what kind 100%. of game you're getting but then they also yeah. had this um and it's another like feather in the cap of like oh that sounds really like unique almost and interesting i'll watch that yeah, they, well, they did. They did uh, for this one. They did the the, the, the interview segment parts, weren't it, with the the pastor, the barkeep, and um, I don't remember who the third one was. Uh, but yeah, and that was far enough away from the game. I felt like so we wasn't bombarded with information. We wasn't. Yeah. It was just I don't know. It just for me, it's interesting. I love obviously love seeing them do well. I love seeing any game do well that is good. I don't want crap to do good, but I want good stuff to do good. And Far Cry Five. Is a good game. Does it have problems? Yes, but it is a good game. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Where should we go from here? Mm, let's is... talk about Mike Lynch. Let's talk about Mike Lynch. Let's talk about. Mike Why Lynch. not? I like talking about Mike Lynch. Twitch.tv/slash Mike Lynch is his name. He is on the interwebs. He is streaming a ton lately. I've seen him in and out, in and out, in and out. When he goes live, he needs your support. He's still waiting to get affiliated. So he still needs those free f- viewers, concurrents, which we've all been there. We've all been there. So, twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch. Make sure you hit the follow button. And if you see him go live, make sure you have him up. Just support your boy. Support your boy that has supported this show. I've said this time and time again. Without Mike Lynch, this show would not happen. Guaranteed. And I like Gary. this show. I like it too. Should we talk about Words About Games real quick? What's going on on Words About Games? Um, I'm currently batting down hatches in full-on editing mode, trying to get uh, trying to get all the reviews done that I need to get done. Obviously, they're late mm. because I also have a f- other job that I have, a to, full-time have job. to do, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and a lot of life stuff going on at the moment that I'm not going to yeah. get into. Um but uh, yeah, so we've got the reviews. We've got the indie game of the week that's still doing really well for us. Like everybody Good. seems to really love that that style of format. Like it's really funny actually. Last last year we were talking about like oh like my best content is stuff I scripted and then read out, and then I've just done this indie game of the week, which is just off the cuff, and it's like it's doing really well, yeah. and everybody really likes it. And it's like oh maybe I am actually good at at doing off the cuff talking about stuff to a camera. <laughs> Just by myself in a room, in this lonely room all by myself. Oh, no. Um, trying to roll out some more sort of opinion style stuff at the moment. So, like, more yeah. editorial style content. Because we've kind of dropped off on that in the last couple of months. So, got some plans to try and bring that back. Fair enough. Let's talk about coming soon. Coming, coming soon, soon is the new segment. That's me. Take it from there, Gary. That's me. So the game's coming out on Xbox One between now and next Wednesday, uh, April 11th. Um, 
are all coming out on the Tuesday and the Wednesday. <laughs> Handily enough. So on April 10th, you've got three games. You've got a game called Extinction, which I remember seeing okay. at E3 last year, uh, which is basically a... you. It's like, have you ever seen Attack on Titan? Don't you know what it I've is? I've seen... I know what it is. Yeah, yes. it's basically like that. You basically... You're, you're a dude, and you run around, and you're fighting giant monsters, and you're saving people as their villages are being crushed and stuff. It's being made by Iron Galaxy. Okay, yeah. Um, I know the studio, yeah. They did... Um, oh, what did they do? They did a game that I liked. Uh, they did. Like, to... They had a game in EGX last year, and I'm struggling to remember what it was. Oh, I'm trying to think. Well, obviously, they did Killing Instinct. Oh, Dive Kick is what I was thinking. Dive they Kick. They did Dive Kick, yeah. which I loved. But, uh, yeah. And Sorry. they did the uh, Batman Arkham like, port PC port as well, which we don't like to talk about. Um... I played that on PC as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. I have a, a feeling this is going to work better than that. Um, yeah. So that's coming out April 10th. On April 10th, you've got Owlboy, which came out on PC a couple of years ago. This is one I'm excited for. Fantastic game. I've heard the art style was fantastic. Yep. Um, obviously coming to Xbox One, finally. Um, worth picking up, yeah? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I, was wait- like, I was one of the few people who heard about this game when the developer first started talking about it, which was 10 years before it came out. Um, wow. So like when I finally got to play it, sit down and play it, it's a really great platform game. Um, okay. Just a bit, I like platformers. Bit iffy towards the end, like in terms of like precision platform and difficulty but it's a great journey from start to finish apart from that uh, also on April 10th you've got Masters of Anima which is a game I see, keep seeing pop up in my inbox um, alongside all the other games which is a it's like a strategy game I'm just actually going to read the thing um, so you battle against the forces of evil in strategic action packed battles where making tactical decisions quickly is vital Summon and control large armies of up to 100 guardians thanks to intuitive and innovative gameplay made from the ground up for controller play, as well as keyboard and mouse. But we don't care about keyboard and mouse. No, we don't. Um, it looks quite interesting, actually. Um, and I've heard a couple of people who have played it talk positively about it. Do you remember what one of my New Year's resolutions were? Play more indie games. Or smaller Do you think games. I've done that this year? I don't. PUBG's no, technically an indie I game. I haven't. Te- technically, um, uh, why why can't I do it? I I don't know. Like maybe you just need to set aside the time to do it. The thing is, you've yeah. got to be in the mood to play. And I'm never in the mood. Smaller games, never. Like, I, I love my big AAA games. I, Lucy is rolling over in her grave right now. Queen of the Indies, Lucy. If only Lucy hates them. Worked here too. I'm well. I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> Somebody to talk about the indie games. I feel you, man. Like last night, I wanted. I was supposed to stream uh, an indie game I've got on PC called The Council, and instead I play PUBG because that's what I felt at the time. Like playing, yeah. yeah. Um, on April 11th, we got three games: Hellblade: Senior Sacrifice needs no introduction. Yeah. Phenomenal game. Pick it up immediately um, as soon as it comes out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it's so good. Just make sure you've I'm- got the headphones. Are they doing the physical run on it, do you know? Um, unsure. I, if they're doing the physical run, I think I'm going to pick it up physically so I can trade it in once I'm done, I'll be honest. Fair enough. Like I did with a way out. It, oh, I played the way out again. I totally forgot to. Oh, yeah, you played it with, so, uh, with Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Not as good the second time around. Probably. Yeah. I, I can get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on April 11th, Robocraft Infinity, which is the uh, game robot party. building game, game pass thing we rap. talked about. That's coming yeah. to Game Blast, yes. Um. Yeah, I'm, some of these games I just don't care about. I'll be honest with you. Apparently, you can build anything you can think of. 
And there's an indie game coming out called Bomb Slinger, which is basically a Wild West themed Bomberman. No, thank you. All those games, I'm not interested in any of them. Maybe Owlboy and Hellblade. Check out Owlboy. Like, if you feel the, the mood take you. It's a good game. Mm, maybe. Just maybe. Well, moving on. Let's get into the news. First piece of news this week, Gary, is all about Rainbow Six. Um, The developers have come out and are speaking about cracking down on toxicity in games multiplayer modes. Obviously, this is a big one because we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, that they said they were going to start hatching it down. They've now come out in the do- uh, developer blog post, and these are the details they have for us. Um, a developer blog post uh, concerning toxic management details featuring coming to the game to improve player behavior. A number of short-term changes have been implemented, including a chat monitoring system. Ubisoft will track individuals' use of the radical or homophobic slurs insulting bands based on severity raging from days and weeks to permanent exclusions from the game which has been needed for a long 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 time ubisoft is also planning to implement a means to address inter in, <laughs> sorry uh, means to address inter pregnant pulse go <laughs> I'm a brain fart here. I'm having an absolute brain fart here. Uh, people that team kill on purpose, um, dickheads, basically, and will and we'll, <laughs> we'll treat them badly for long-term offenders. Blah 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 blah. blah. Rainbow are changing things. Wow, my brain is absolutely gone to mush today. I am. This show is a shit show today, and I apologise for that. Uh, you can't hit him at the park all the time. Uh, After 127 weeks, I feel like my brain's finally gone. We can Ugh. we can still turn it around, man. We can still turn it around. Know. Let's do I it. I don't know. It's, it's, we started off poorly. We've gone down a little bit in the middle here. We'll try to bring it back up. We'll, we'll bring Next news story. Definitely Original Sin 2 is coming to the Xbox One in August 2018. Um... Yeah, so this is uh, this was on PC for a while, and yep. I uh, watched I watched a lot of streamers on PC. Uh, it's Diablo esque, a little bit. It's um, like the older RPGs, so you think like uh, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights. Um, you know how they like had a resurgence on Kickstarter. Um, yes, it's it's pretty much that's how it plays. It's so good, so so good. Um, it was one of my top five games of the year last year. Um, mm. it, it's phenomenal. Like I remember sitting down to play it the first the first day that I played it, and yeah. I played it for like ten hours. Nice. Oh, so it's that. <laughs> good. I, I got sucked in so bad into that game. Well, La- is it Lauren? Larry. Larian Studios have announced a partnership with Bandai Namco, which will include publishing duties for the console release. The PC, uh, the previous PC exclusive title, will come to consoles with an updated user interface tailored to, for console play, obviously, which is very important for these type of games, and retain all the game's multiplayer modes. Console players will be able to enjoy both local split screen and four-player online co-op, according to the developer of publishing. This is a big one. This is a big one coming to console. We knew it was going to come at some point, um, but I'm glad it's here sooner rather than later. Again, this is I like these type of games. Um, I don't play enough of them, but it's definitely something that I know I'm going to try. I think I'm going to try and try this one out. Good, good stuff. August. It's one of the this better one. ones, easily. Good. 
Hopefully, hopefully they've converted it well over to console and uh, to controllers. They did the first one as well uh, a few years ago, and I, th- I don't remember hearing that that was a, a bad port. But, so. Oh, we would know if it was bad, so yeah, fair enough. Next news story is all about PUBG, and we've got a couple of patch notes coming up for both PUBG and Sea of Thieves, so strap in for updates on both of those games right now. PUBG's next big update brings Fortnite Fortnite style uh, style spectating, a fix to buggies and vehicles and more. Uh, the update notes nine uh, adds spectating your killer. Players can now spectate their killer by clicking the watch button on their match result screen. If you get to killed by the blue zone, the red zone, or fall in, you can spectate the nearest player from your death location. When the player you were spectating dies, you can continue spectating the killer of that player. If the player you were spectating gets disconnected, you can continue spectating their killer. Wait. Spectator gets disconnected, you can... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Duo slash squad killer. Yeah. Uh, Duo slash squad killer spectating, same as above, uh, but can only separate uh, the enemy team after all your team members are dead, which makes perfect sense for obviously not sniping and stuff like that. Uh, You can report a player. uh, You are suspecting in... Killer uh, spectate mode by pressing R, which is obviously uh, the new mode that they're going to bring in for consoles as well, which is for cheese and stuff like that. Um, if you click death cam, you won't be able to use the killer spectator mode UI slash XI, uh, X, UX, sorry. The default setting for voice chat will be changed to team only, which is a bug fix. Fixed, uh, fix a bug where vehicles suddenly flip go flying or come back to the starting point while driving. About time. Fix a bug where the IGN of your killer were not shown when viewing death cam. Adjust, adjusted the rotation axis for the preview model in customization menu for better usability. Uh, and then for the new Savage map, which we haven't got yet, um, which increases the item drop, weapon spawn, stuff like that. doesn't really matter to us right now because we don't have that. But some stuff that is going to be happening, which will be happening to PC first, I'm sure, and then we'll push over to consoles eventually. Uh, Patch nodes 1.0.2, which is downloadable size around 450 megabytes for all platforms, uh, that being PC and Xbox, uh, for Sea of Thieves. Uh, The maintenance window. uh, The the game will be unavailable due to necessary maintenance at these times. Wednesday, the 4th of April. Which is already gone, so it doesn't even matter. Why am I even bothering reading this? God damn it. Update. Ship respawn distance. When a ship sinks, we have significantly increased the distance at which the crew's new ship will respawn. Ships now respawn outside of a visible view of the ship that sank them. This is in response to a lot of players' feedback, which highlighted that the previous spawn distance was resulting in grief in behaviour and, statement, and statements at the faults. So, is that a big one? Obviously, I've not been playing yes, for a while it now. Is. So. Um, you could pretty much get back... If, if you sunk someone, mm-hmm. um, they, you'd pretty much... like If you were still around in the same area, you'd pretty much guarantee that they'd be back within a few minutes. So, but doesn't this defeat the object of, again, only played for maybe three days in total? Um, doesn't this not defeat the object of like going and getting your treasure back now? Is that not going to be like pretty much impossible? It's hard to tell. The the problem in the game was, like, and whether this actually fixes it, like, 
or not, or creates another problem entirely. You have to wait and see. But the problem with it was that you just kind of, like, if you were trying to do something around an island, it was a big problem with skull forts as well. Um, yeah. Because obviously those require a massive time sink. And the problem is you kept getting constantly locked almost into a loop of, like, the same combat over Death. and over again. Yeah. Until eventually, like, attrition just kills you. Oh, okay. Uh, mermaid teleporter uh, pirates will now have to drop any treasure item they are carrying before able to teleport back to the ship option from the mermaid we saw feedback that players were accidentally leaving treasure behind in the sea so wanted to make it more clear that when you teleport you leave your treasure behind uh, PC owner, don't worry about that players are no longer able sorry, fix issues players are no longer able to fall through ship um, geometry and into the sea if they are reportedly jumping on a chest slash barrel located mid deck, which I'm guessing was something people were trying to do. But who knows? The voyage I, uh, image on the captain's table now displays the rank promoted banner in the top right corner to keep in line with other areas of the game UI. When accepting a game invite whilst matchmaking, the game no longer enters a temporary unresponsive state, and bounty captains will no longer. Uh, spawn multiple items which I guess that kind of sucks there's a ton more uh, improvements and stuff that you can go check that out on Rare's website if you want to see more Uh, there's some known issues that they fix and stuff like that so if you're super into Sea of Thieves definitely go and check that out uh, piece of news that we missed, we didn't really miss it, but it went live just as we come off last week, Gary, which is Hello Games announces that its open uh, its open universe space exploration game No Man's Sky will be available for Xbox One this summer. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you made a joke that, do I have to re-review it? No. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. I'm not actually your boss, remember? Um, Praise You played Jesus. Sea of Thieves on the, on the PS4. I did play it on the PS4. What? I don't think we're going to need to rehash it too much because I won't play it. I don't think you're going to replay it by your response. Um, so let's just give like an open opinion from yourself. Obviously, you've played the game. You reviewed it the first time when it's on PS4. What did you actually think of the game? Super and, boring. Uh, wow. Super okay. boring. It, it, you... you uh, I had a, a bad starting planet when I very first started playing the game, which meant I, I couldn't get off the damn planet for a few hours, so that wasn't a great first start. But then I thought, procedural generation can sometimes fuck you over. I'll just need to get into the game. And, yep. I mean, aside from it was launched, so I was slowly finding out that all the stuff that Sean Murray said was in the game wasn't in the yeah. game. Um, like, it was just... I, there was really very little to actually do. You go to a planet and get out of your ship, and yeah, it's an exploration game, but the only reason you're exploring is because you used a bunch of resources to get to that planet, so you needed to replenish them to get to the next planet, so that you could replenish them to get to the next place, and so on and so forth. And that was the whole game. And then when you got to the center of the universe, it's incredibly disappointing. No spoilers. <laughs> um, I'd love to email, have some emails in. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. When this game was announced, I remember when this game was announced. Obviously, the hype. I remember how many people were jealous that this was going to be a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Which, yet again, I would like people to shout and scream about on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere. That, yet again, we've got another PlayStation exclusive. Which I remember very fondly the fanboy saying... 
A PlayStation exclusive means PlayStation exclusive. No, until it's no, not it PlayStation exclusive. No, it doesn't. Um... Yeah, but I would like to know who's actually excited for this game. I know Xbox do is, apart from him. Uh, email in my Xbox and me, podcast at gmail.com. Why are you excited? Will you be picking this up day one? And what is it you're expecting from the game? Um, obviously, there's so much footage out there that you can go watch now on live streams or whatever else. Um, are you happy with just exploring the world? Or are you expecting more? Especially with this big new update, which... Um, they're promising, which is I think it's called Next, Next, um, no or something like that. Yeah, so who knows what that is? But uh, just to read the rest of this, is uh, No Man's Sky will come this summer to Xbox One with Xbox One X HDR and 4K enhancements. Five hundred five Games will be publishing a physical version of the game worldwide, and the Xbox version will come with all previous major updates to the game. Foundation and Pathfinder Alias rises on day one. So there you go for people that are interested in that. Next news, which is one that I'm actually kind of excited for. I said, hey, I'm going to buy this day one, I think. Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive and Disney have announced that a Lego Incredibles game is on its way. Uh, from longtime Lego game developer TT Games, uh, it will be released on the Xbox One this year. In the US, uh, the game will be available physically and digitally on June 15th, the same day Pixar's long-awaited Incredibles 2 hits theater. In the UK, it's the same deal, but a bit later. The game and the new film will arrive July 13th. What? Why? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fix it right in, come in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know this. What? Physically and digitally on June 15th, the same day the long-awaited Incredibles 2 hits theater. In the theater, in the UK, it's the same deal. But a little later, the game and new film will arrive. Why are we getting it a whole month after America? <laughs> I can't answer that question. That no, but I don't. I don't understand. Are we getting the film a whole month after America as well? It must be if they're doing the game day and date with the movie, then both have to be coming out a month later. But why? Because movies are stupid. No, but this doesn't happen. This does this. But. Uh... I don't understand. I generally don't understand. Why would they do that? So what? We've got a whole month to avoid spoilers. Yeah, that's not possible. Um... What? No, I'm not having this. I'm not having this one bit. This is ridiculous. Why would they do this? I really don't know. Alright, I tell you what. I'm not buying the game no more. Done. That's fair. Speak with your wallet. What? I just that makes no sense. Why would you? Why would you put this behind a month? That's a, I love this. Is uh, I'm done. Let's move on. Spyro remastered trilogy is coming, Gary, and I refuse to call it that stupid name. So it will be called Spyro remastered on this. What's its stupid right? name? You know what it says. I mean, reignited. Oh. Uh, no. I get it now. 
No, not doing it. They're starting Spyro... to make too many puns out of remastered games. Do you see the red flag? Spyro remastered is here. Oh. Let's talk about Spyro because I know everyone wants to hear about it. Was you a big Spyro fan? The first three. Nope. Wow. Nope. What you never? What? What? What do you mean? I wasn't really no. a three D platforming person when I had a PlayStation. Wow. Don't get me so wrong. So you missed out on Crash Pretty and Rayman yeah. and the Mickey Mouse game and see. Wow. While everybody was playing Crash and Rayman, etc., etc., I was playing JRPGs. Like what? Like, no one cares about your nerdy Final Fantasy VII. Shut up. It wasn't just Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. It was also eight and nine <laughs> and ten. Um, like ten didn't come to PS2. And grand, yeah, um, and there were so many good ones. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the, the remaster. Uh, I'm excited for this just as much as I'm excited for Crash to finally come to Xbox. Um, I feel like it's one of those games that I'll have but never finish because those games were... I think Spyro, a lot more forgiven than what Crash was, but Crash Bandicoot, the first one anyway, was a hard game. Um, I remember playing the remaster on my PS4 and being like, I don't want this right now. I want this on Xbox so I can get achievements. And um, I'm excited for Spyro. Uh, The trailers and comparison videos they put out, it's crazy what your mind can do and make you think you saw. Yeah. Because I saw the, the, the PS1 graphics, obviously, and was like, well, what? That's not what it looked like. It looked like what I'm seeing now. It's like, no, that was literally what it looked like. And that is ridiculous. But they're doing, they've done from the looks of things, they've done a fantastic job with remastering the game. Um, I never actually played two and three, I don't think. I think I just played number one. Um, but more, more power to you. Do you think this will sell as well as Crash? I don't think it's got a chance no. to hell. But what it does have going for it is coming out on all platforms at the same day, which is September 21st. September's going to be a busy month. September is going to be a biggest mu- busy month. Uh, obviously, Spyro, Spider-Man on the PS4. Shadow of the Tomb that. Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is the big one for, for me, I think. Shadow of the Tomb Raider definitely is day one, obviously. You've got to get all those out the way before Red Day comes out, right? Whatever we read, Dad. I don't shut your damn mouth. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I'm excited for it, but whatever. I don't. Whatever, I'm fine. Uh, back to the games. We have Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Divinity Two: The Dragon Knight Saga are coming to Xbox One VR backwards compatible today. Fair enough. Gary, I'll be honest with you. There's two more stories, and I just don't care. I'll I'll be honest. Like this show has killed me today. Ghost Recon Wildlands GS2 DLC plan has been revealed. If you want to go know about it, go check out Ghost Recon Wildlands blog post. And last but not least, Inside Xbox Episode Two debuts next week uh, with a big update on backwards compatibility. What could it be? Wait, hold on. Without having read the news story previously, I'm going to guess that it's got something to do with original Xbox games. Well done, Gary. You're correct. It's almost like it's easy to predict these things. <laughs> almost. almost. Uh, April 10th at 3.30pm, which is PT, 6.30 ET, and 11.30 UK. Um, if you want to watch that, I'll be doing a watch-along again. Uh, yeah, I will be doing a watch-along again, thinking about it. Uh, if you want to watch along with me, I'll be on live, twitch.tv slash mcfixer at 11.30. I'll be a bit before that. Um, so if you want to come into Discord and chat and something like that, as long as you've got a good mic and it doesn't echo, no problems. Why not? 
Games with Gold this month, you have The Witness from April 1st to April 30th. You have Assassin's Creed Syndicate from April 16th to May 15th. And you have Disney Pixar's 2 from April 1st to April 15th. And Dead Space 2 from April 16th to April 30th. How dare you put your thumb down at Cars 2? Have you played it? Come at me, bro. You haven't even played it. License Gary. Let's get into fixes, Sack. We've got three emails this week. If yeah. you want to email in, you head over to my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. First one says, Hello, Fixer. Hello, Gary. Been playing a few city builder type games on console recently, i.e., is it Alven? Avon. Avon Colony? Avon Colony. That's how it is. Avon Colony. A tropical. Tropical 5 and City Skylines. Was wondering if you think these type of games will become popular on console like they are on PC. Keep up the good work from Xbox Stoom. Feel free to go ahead. That's not slight on the games themselves, but they're really complicated. Um, So a mouse and keyboard just works for those types of games. It's not to say you can't do a good one on Xbox, but they'll never get as popular. I just think they're already niche games. They're already niche within a niche, which is like Football Manager. It's a niche game. Do you right, know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's not a game for everybody. Um, I don't think they need to become popular. Um, I don't think the, the what do you what do you define as popular? I think they're already popular games because you're seeing them even come to console. They're even taking the time to port them to console, which means they're seeing enough revenue uh, brought in for those type of games. No, it's never going to be. God. I, I, yeah, I call it Duty or Assassin's Creed, but I feel like it plays well within its niche, which is it's very similar, like I say, to any game. But as long as you have a dedicated audience that care about these type of games, they will continue to make them. Which you're seeing a resurgence in, like I know that Theme Talk um, Hospital is oh, coming back. Hospital, yeah, and yeah, and like those. So there is definitely a fan base for these type of games, which I like. Those type of games. Same. Um, I love the, the city skylanders, the the football managers, the the farming simulators. Not to say I played the farm, new farming simulators, but those type of games. I think they've got a place in the market, and as long as they're selling well, I think people will continue to make them. If I'm honest with you, obviously you've seen pure farming go from. Length to length to length. One minute it was a, it was just the new kid on the block, and now we're at number two or twenty eighteen. I think they called it in the end. But yeah, so I think you're going to see plenty more. Um, don't worry, they're not going anywhere. I don't think. Hundred percent. This next one says hi, Fix and Gary. I've plunged. <laughs> I've plunged. I'm sorry. I've plunged. In, it says I am, in loads of hours into Assassin's Creed Origins, mainly because of Fix, as I had it wrapped and unplayed as I didn't want to play it due to it being let down by previous uh, previous creeds, i.e. that French one. I love I love that. That, that French, French one. one. Like, that you know what? Worked. That French one? Didn't like <laughs> that it. That French one, uh, like, nobody had any faces. Yeah, <laughs> I've loved... Origins, and I'm aware that Ubisoft are going to continue adding content to this one rather than developing a new game. There are a couple of things I have issue with this game that I would like fixing, e.g. some of the combat can feel clunky when fighting multiple enemies, and I wouldn't mind see while developing a little community under your protection, which you reap awards from the Ironmonger and Fabric Seller, except as has been the case in other Assassin's Creed. Do you feel 
it's wise that Ubisoft focus on this creed, or should they try and use some of the positive momentum to develop a new Assassin's Creed uh, world like Samurai Japan or somewhere else? Keep up the good work, both of you, especially you, Gary, as Fixer is a bum. Kind regards, Reese the Renegade. Thank you. <laughs> Reese, thank you for the email. I appreciate it. We just got a sub, so thank you very much to Abysmal for the resub. Ooh. We don't ever have that happen during the stream, actually, but thank you very much, Abysmal. Appreciate it. Um, let's see, you miss out on all this fun if you're not watching live. You don't, what was that noise? You don't know. You'll find that. And if you listen to the audio version, you haven't even got a clue what I'm talking about because you didn't even hear it. So, ha! Ah. I didn't hear it. Um, you didn't hear it either. No, good point. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that probably threw me off. Assassin's Creed. Do we think that uh, they should be continuing to support this one or working on new? I, mean, I personally think they're already doing, doing both. both. Yeah, yeah. That just goes without saying. I don't care if they say that. Oh, we're not doing a new one. We're focusing on no. They're doing a great job with adding content um, to obviously Assassin's Creed Origins, which again, my favorite Assassin's Creed of all time. I think it's fabulous. I hate is actually in Planet and. The other day, I was like, do you want to go out and do something? She's like, oh, I could stay in and play Assassin's Creed. And I was like, that's why I want to marry you one day. That's why. Aww. Because of that moment right there. Um, so I'm super happy about that, of course. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I'm glad that she's enjoying it. I just, yeah, I think they're doing both reasons. Yeah. I don't think it's a either or. I think they're, they're smart and hopefully they take their time with it. With it being... <sighs> Just keep giving content until maybe a year out from the new one. Hopefully they don't bring it out this year. Holiday I think it needs to be until next year. Yeah, next year for another Assassin's Creed will be fine. But we don't need to be on a one-year life cycle again. No way. Let's not go back to that. The um, the Yeah, I saw it come up in chat. <laughs> the... I mean, Origins is a fantastic game. The stuff that he was talking about, about like fostering a community stuff, that was in Brotherhood, which is my favorite yeah. Assassin's Creed game. Um, and one of the reasons is because of that stuff. Um, I'd love to see that in uh, in the next Assassin's Creed. I don't think they'll put it in this one ever, but yeah, I think they will put it in. They like if they're going to put it in, they might put it in the next one, given where the story went in uh, in Origins and where it's probably yeah. I definitely, going. I definitely understand what you're saying about how. The... With the ending, I've no spoilers, but definitely how they they end the game with it being this world's definitely going to carry yeah. on. I think I definitely think it's going to have a spin off, which I don't know if the spin off is what I need personally. But I'm not going to be upset about heard- it because I like the characters enough to go and play yeah. it. I feel like I finally got a connection with uh, Bayak and and the rest of that cast, like other people had a connection with uh, Desmond. Yeah, a lot of people love Desmond, and I personally played two. I didn't care, but Bayak I do actually care about, and I do care about the Egyptian world and stuff like that. So, yeah, they did a great job of actually making me care about a world which not a lot of games do. I've heard rumors that the next one's going to be in Greece. Greece would make sense. No. I don't think a samurai game would make sense personally, Greece, just because of obviously um, you've got Sony, Santa Monica, oh, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I just think no need to stay. Just stay away from that. We could be totally wrong because I know obviously games are made in a bubble, but we'll see. Last email, Gary, and then we can get the hell out of here. Which is hi fixer, hi Gary. First time emailing, Ooh. so I just want to say. I love the podcast. 
I work away from home so a, a lot, so I catch up with the show when I'm away. I've been listening for about a year now, and it's been great to see the podcast and community grow and get stronger. My question is, what do you guys want to see from Microsoft before the end of the year? Keep up the excellent work, your friend, Thomas Jameson. Gary, it's a big question. It is a big Sucker question. Sucker Punch, you're right, Jeffrey. But this is an Xbox podcast, so suck it. Um, <laughs> suck it, Sucker Punch. Exactly. Uh, big question. I would like, I think E3 this year, for me, needs to show at least a minimum of five new IP. Triple A standard IP. Um, I feel like Xbox have done a, a a great job of showing us Sea of Thieves, and now we've got Sea of Thieves, and oh, uh, nobody's really... I think I am excited for State of Decay, and there's a couple of others out Super there excited. excited for State of Decay, but it's not got the... the the AAA feel to it. So I think it's going to be one of those games that we play, we enjoy it. A lot of people are going to be let down by it because they're going to go, oh, this isn't, the base building is not going to be what the people think. Yep. I've already got that in my head. If you've not played State of Decay 1, go play that so you actually understand what the game is. I think people, because I've been talking to people like, oh, well, four people, we can build up our world. I'm like, have you ever played State of Decay? I'm sure we're going to be able to build up our base, but it's not like Minecraft out here. We're not like State or do you know what I mean? This like is survival, it's, it's, damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not. It's yeah, it's it's a weird one. So I'm interested to see how that works for people. Uh, but I definitely think Xbox need at least five AAA games, well, um, or five exclusive games. And when I say exclusive, I mean now Dan exclusives, not timed exclusive, or nothing like that. Um, to go off a little bit more, I would love for them, which in these rumors is that they are going to have a lot more. Um, branding deals with with games i went to go see ready player one uh last week and there were four playstation trailers four yeah I had the same they had one before i went one drawing and then they had one just before the film and they had four so one i think one was god of war one was for playstation 4 one was ps4 pro and one was for ps4 v uh for uh ps vr vr and there wasn't a single xbox ad oh. and i thought to myself this is crazy. You are just giving this whole cinema a reason to go buy a PlayStation without even giving them another option. Like, I went into Argos the other day and they had a Switch section, a PlayStation section, and no Xbox section. Really? And I was like, what the... I took a picture oh. of it. I'll post a picture in my Discord. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Like, seriously. Um, I see Xbox doing chat says, Crackdown 3. I I just nobody care. I don't care, and I know there are certain people out there that do, but me personally, I just don't care. It's like Daisy, nobody cares. Don't. I'm still getting death threats <laughs> over Daisy. It's ridiculous. Um, the Daisy community can suck a dick, by the way. Yes, I'm not buying. I went. I was going to buy that game because I wanted to play it to give it a chance. I'm not buying that game now. No, there is no way. After the way I've been treated on those YouTube comments, no way. No Fuck way, those guys. For no real. way, they are toxic as hell. Yeah, but good luck to you, Daisy fans. Because unless I can get the Daisy creator on here to just talk about the game, and obviously not, it's not his fault um, that they're being toxic. But damn, that community is toxic. Should I title the video "Nobody Cares"? 
I don't think anybody cares. Clearly, I'm wrong because people want me to die for people it. Care so, too yeah. much. Yeah. So yeah. Well, whatever. way too much. Um, I think you might be onto something with the five new games, though, for Xbox. I mean, let's not. It's always good to have in the back of your mind that the leaks that we were talking about, the API leaks at the beginning of the year for like Fable, Perfect Dark, Studios down in Brighton doing stuff, and uh, the coalition guys doing stuff uh obviously there's a new halo we've got playground games doing stuff something but i mean exclusive that i mean so i want i'll count fable as a new ip because it's going to be a reboot yes yeah, so i'll even give them that then we're going to get i know what we're going to get this is what i think we're going to show what mini prediction yeah Ooh. which is we're going to get fable yep. we're going to get perfect dark yep. we're going to get forza horizon i think that's that year japan. i think we're going to get what in japan Oh, in Japan, Hopefully. yeah, maybe. Uh, I think we're going to get Gears of War tees. But I'm not talking... I want five new IPs. So that's Fable plus four more. Um, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I'd, I suppose Perfect Dark, which I just don't want Perfect Might as well Dark. be a new IP at this point. Yeah, um, you're right, but I don't want it. You suck. I really don't. But I just don't care. The... Let me think. I would say this, the, they need a bridge, right? Because a lot of this stuff's probably only just started happening within the past 12 months. Like, the leak stuff. Um, mm. Anything else that's come out, they might have some new stuff in the works that we don't know about that wasn't part of the leak, but they need these licensing deals, as, like you were saying, but they also need the... Uh, they also need games like Persona 5. Not necessarily specifically Persona 5, but I'm talking about a game games made by like a third Persona party 5. that's not coming yeah. out on PlayStation. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I feel like they've got to go back and get the the the, the promotion deals, which Moody says um, that'll be a PlayStation. They haven't got the rights, we don't think at the moment. I think Xbox are getting the rights back for Call of Duty, which they need to. Yeah, like those deals are so important. Hundred percent. And I've learned that even more being someone who goes to the cinema because it's just everything <laughs> is associated with PlayStation yeah, right now. It's crazy. It. Like when I went to go and see it's Star Wars crazy. last year, it was like I saw two adverts just for Battlefront Two playstation all over it i'm not joking it was four adverts for ready player one and i was like this is a joke like seriously i've been in here for half an hour and saw four adverts for playstation like seriously did you just like where's the x where are you damn it just like start no, screaming i looked at Haley, and Haley went to me where the hell's the xbox ads and i was like thank you even she gets it mind like, come on it's important like come on. it is so important so important again Email them, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, appreciate you all uh, for who has emailed in. Again, keep them coming. Uh, the news weeks are drying up because we are close to E3. Can you believe it? Yes. It's crazy. Less than two months. Oh, I can't wait. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it, Gary. What you got to plug this week? Uh, the usual, twitch.tv slash words about games. I'm going to stream, it's it's going to dry up for a few weeks with new games, so I'll probably be streaming some indie games, some quirky games, some different games, and probably a lot of PUBG, as usual. And youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk, we're going to try and get some more different types of videos out, as well as doing like the reviews and the impressions stuff, uh, and the podcast, of course. Um, so I'll keep an eye out over there, too. 
Thank you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I've already had a couple of people subscribe, but please keep the subscriptions coming. Uh, Twitch.tv slash MCFixer. If you have Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Uh, link the account and give your boy a subscribe. I'd appreciate it. So thank you to those who have done that during this episode. Uh, besides that, head over to Patreon.com slash MCFixer. That is how I get paid. That is how I go to these shows. I will be at EGX Reased. Uh, this month it is the 13th until the 15th. Uh, come and see me. Come and hug me. Come and say hello. Gary is no longer going because he is a poo poo head. Come on, man. Sorry. Um, besides that, I'm at. I'm. I'm no longer at Comic Con this month. Uh, next, no, in September. I can May. Sorry, I can officially wipe that off. I did not get. Uh, press passes for Comic-Con this year. Denied. So, we'll no longer... Which I'm fine with, because Comic-Con sucks. Um, And I will go out and say that now, because you poo-poo heads. Um, But yeah, no. Going to PAX South by any chance? No, I am not. That's weird. Do you think I'm rich? (laughs) I make no money on Patreon, so trust me, I'm not going to PAX. Um, I wish one day, one day. But again, patreon.com slash mcfixer what is keeps the lights on, pays the bills to keep on supporting. And until next week, Gary, I will love you, leave you, and see you all. God damn, later. Sorry for the bad show. Wasn't that bad.